0: It is with great pleasure that we bring to you in episode 64 of Coffee with the Coach, the first lady of football in the UK. That's what I call her because she is awesome. Hannah Wilkes, welcome to the show, Hannah.
1: Jeff, it's so good to see you. I've missed you.
0: <laughs> I missed you too. Lots been going on in your life, girl. Let's, let's touch on the personal side as much as we can. You are now a Mrs. Is that correct?
1: I'm married took a year longer than planned, about four attempts at a date, multiple rescheduling and rearranging. Thank you, COVID. But finally, yeah, got married. Happy days. So I'm now a very sensible married woman.
0: uh, That's awesome. I saw the pictures. It was a beautiful ceremony and you look ravishing as always. Your husband looked proud and and had a big, big smile on his face. So I know it's uh, signs of many good years to come, as they say. (laughs) tell me what you've been doing girl I I, since the last time we sat on the couch together and talked football what's what you've been doing netball you've been all over the place
1: I have been busy so I think the Super Bowl happened and then the twenty twenty. Netball Super League season started literally the next weekend. I skipped the first weekend. I was like, guys, I need I need a moment. Um, and then it was huge this year because of everything going on. Sky was showing every single game, which meant we had minimum six games a week. Sometimes we had 10 games a week. Um, and I was at half of them, split them with another reporter, thankfully. Um, yeah, so covered the netball, which was great, it was bigger than ever, we showed every game, it was brilliant to properly tell the story of the season, um, and then midway through that I managed to get married, then that finished, and I covered the British and Irish Lions tour for talk sport. remotely, I didn't go to South Africa, I think I'd probably still be in quarantine if I had um but yeah that was great fun as well because I grew up on rugby so it was fantastic to to get to work on the Lions so yeah it's been busy and now the NFL's back and I can't and wait all right
0: now let's let's talk about that because you grew up on rugby but now have become and I know from being on your show that you are a not only a very devout NFL fan you're a very knowledgeable NFL fan when did you make the transition from rugby to football
1: so rugby will always have a piece of my heart that's not going away. Um I think it was kind of it was kind of circumstance with work. So when I started working at Sky, I found myself working on the NFL games. I think there was one at Wembley that I was a runner at which was the Bucks Bears game which must have been what 2011. Um so that's where I kind of got into it. I was like, okay, I like this sport. It's violent it's physical it's people smashing into each other and the ball is (laughs) a familiar shape um so yeah it it started from there really in rugby I I still follow it I'm Northampton girl through and through so the Saints will always be my team Um, but yeah it's now I have these kind of these two loves and it was great to get back into rugby and give it my full attention because yeah I I love the NFL and I I love doing my homework for it you know that Um, but going back to something you grew up on where you don't have to think too much you just know it was it was good.
0: You know, when you, when you watched your first games, what, what was your impression of the game? Obviously, you enjoyed the physical part of it. You've already said that, which was so similar to rugby. But did you, was it like, what is this game going on? Why, why, do, they, why do they stand around in that, and talk to each other between plays? That's what I a lot of fans.
1: My initial thought was, what is going on? Because just I had quite a bird's eye view from where I was at that Wembley game was very lucky to have it because I was helping out the fox coverage I was literally like on the gantry and it was like guys smashing into each other chaos and then a ball occasionally flying one direction or you know, didn't know what was going on and once it was explained to me and it's such a simple game and I say this all the time to to friends of mine who are getting more into it and family members who are getting more into it because of what I do like at its core it's such a simple game right you've got four attempts to move 10 yards down the field and you want to get Cross the line at the end and score some points. It's so simple. So that I think, I think once that had been explained to me, I was like, right, okay, get that idea of it now. And then I like, you know, you're not gonna start looking at routes and schemes and all, the, all that to begin with. And what I love about the sport, and I've said this to a lot of people, it's the more you find out about it, the more you know about it, the more there is to learn. It's just endlessly fascinating, I
0: think. Okay, now you, you fell in love with the game. But what team, and, and I'm gonna hold you to, to this now, what team has become Hannah Wilkes team?
1: You know this. Ah,
0: I know that, I know you're a Rams fan, but I had to get the, you to say it, say it on, on, on yeah. record.
1: And it's strange, isn't it? And I've talked about this to a few people. When you come to a sport late, it's like, oh my goodness, like what team am I gonna root for? And you try I tried, I tried a few different teams on. Um, one of my friends who lives out in the States is a huge Steelers fan. told me in no uncertain terms that I wasn't allowed to support the Patriots or Green Bay which was a shame because for (laughs) a while I was definitely leaning Packers and then it was as I started to get more and more into the sport it's when like all or nothing and hard knocks were following the Rams and they had the first round draft picture at and there was all this excitement around them Um, and I just you know watching those documentaries you get to know them in a way that if you haven't been brought up on the sport, you kind of need that connection, I think, with, with the people involved. Um, yeah, and now I just, I'm trying to convert anyone to the ramley that I can.
0: Oh, okay, now, can Matthew Stafford be that missing ingredient that gets the Rams back to the Super Bowl? What's your take?
1: I hope so. I've spent, spent a lot of time over the last six months thinking about this. and. The Rams were so close last year and the defense was so good. I, I don't think the defense will be quite where it was last year because defense fluctuates so much, right? So much more than the offense. But I hope so. I can't wait to actually see him out on the field and see what he's doing because, you know, he had some great seasons earlier on in his career. and We know he struggled in Detroit and he hasn't had much to sort of play with and much opportunity there. So I really hope it's a case of in the right scheme with, you know, some receivers at his disposal, but if a run game going as well, it's kind of like a fingers crossed. Like, it has to work, right? For what the Rams have given up and what they're swallowing financially between the golf trade and getting Ramsey and all the rest of it. Like, it it really has to work. Like, it's boom or bust. It really is.
0: Well, I think it's interesting, you know, they're, they sit very much in the Super Bowl window. And this, I think I agree with you. I think this could be the guy that, is the missing ingredient. And, you know, certainly with Sean McVay and and that crew of receivers on an offensive line, which is much better than he's ever played in front of Detroit. I think he's going to have a great year. Let's talk about great years because it will be a great year in 2021. If you tell me that your show is back on sky, because I think that is that show is pure genius. It is gold. I love it to pieces and I'm not saying that because I've been on it. I'm saying it because I really, really think that is a fantastic show that you guys do.
1: No inherent bias there at all because you were literally part of the show for what, the back third of the season? Um, yes, overtime is coming back and overtime is going to be bigger and better than before. So overtime is now going to be on a Thursday night um, inside the huddle, moving to Tuesday to sort of like look back at the games, take a more in-depth look at highlights. So overtime will be Thursday. We'll be looking ahead to the games coming up um we'll be taking a big look we'll be doing a lot on fantasy football because across sky we're going big in on fantasy football this season and it gives us a really exciting platform to do that with the likes of Kay Adams who obviously we spoke to you so much last year and everything else um and because we're a little bit later in the week there's some extra fun stuff we can weave in from what's happened the previous weekend's games so yeah we are back and I cannot wait
0: all right, now that's the ultimate teaser. Like uh, there's some fun stuff. We can can you give us any more details than that?
1: I don't know if I can at the moment. Like it's just it's just this more stuff available to us, but like, you know, mic'd up players. We get all that footage later in the week and that kind of stuff is gold for um for a show like overtime. So I think we'll be using more of that, more social media reaction. And I'm so excited for us to go big on fantasy because as you well know, I'm not good at fantasy football, but my God, am I enthusiastic, and do I enjoy <laughs> <laughs> So really like really excited that we get to lean into that a bit more, and hopefully, Runs Like a Girlie will come good this year.
0: You know what, I tell you, it, another thing that is actually gold, is television gold, is the interaction that you have with K Kay, Kay Adams from NFL Network, who... Uh, it does a little segment with you every show, and it is really, really good. Talk about your relationship, okay, and how you guys have kind of developed that re- that that chemistry between yourselves.
1: Yeah, it's it's so lovely. It's so exciting. Obviously, like every NFL fan in the UK, now we have the channel. Watch Good Morning Good Morning Football is on every day in my house. I used to watch it on Game Pass before we had on Sky. Um, So it was really cool. The first time that we were going to be talking to Kay Adams, oh my goodness, this is Kay Adams, a bit like fangirl worshipping, like play it cool, Hannah, play it cool. And what's great is that she, and you find this with so many of the the people who are on NFL Network or involved in any capacity in broadcasting the states, they're so excited by how much more attention the sport's getting over here now. So they're really excited to be a part of it and they're so impressed with the passion and the knowledge of all the fans. So yeah, Kay giving up her time every week was great and it started off quite busy. And then by the end of the season, we had the producer being like, guys, we actually need to talk about football now because me and her are just there having <laughs> and she's, and she's, hair and outfit choices and all the rest of it. So no, she's she's been great and it's been so wonderful to have her part of the show. So excited to have her back with us as much as we can next this season because my goodness, she's a busy woman.
0: Now, when you get out in public, Hannah, and you're around doing your Hannah Wilkes thing, you know, uh, how much do you see women in public maybe stop you on the street and say, Hey, I, I really enjoy what you're doing with the NFL. I never watched the NFL, but now when I, you know, when I watch overtime, I, you know, I understand the game. Thank you so much. Cause I know that happens and I know people have stopped me and said, wow, Hannah really does know her stuff. And I said, you're darn right. So do you, do you get that? Are you, do you feel like there, there's a growing a fandom amongst women in, in the UK?
1: I think there is and it's it's interesting it's been hard over the last year as well and everyone's so locked down there's been less chances for interaction but just in social media interactions the amount of women I get messaging me on Instagram and Twitter just saying I love this sport I love what you're doing and it's so great to see a woman doing that and even just friends of mine who you know flicked overtime on because as loyal friends they want to watch what I'm doing and now they're getting into the sport and they're like oh actually it's it is inclusive and it is for everyone and it's you know it's it's huge and, and we've seen it, you know, on, on our show on overtime. We've had Phoebe Schechter on the show so many times. We've had Kay all the time. And yeah, I, I definitely see it more on social media, people getting in touch and really finding it inspiring and asking for advice and all the rest of it. And it's it's great to see because when I started in TV and when I started getting into the sport, there wasn't really there wasn't really anyone that I sort of could model a, a path on or look to in terms of what they're doing. There are some great female broadcasters. Have like dipped in and out of the NFL because of how it's been covered in the UK for so long. So it's really exciting, I think, and I'll never, it'll never cease to amaze me how many male members of the uh, of the world will ask me if I actually like the sport. But I'm sure at some point we'll move past that, and it's all, and it will all be good. I had someone we'll go, well, "Don't people just tell you what to say?" And I was like, "Oh, it'll make my job a lot easier if someone did, but sadly no." Um, but hey, we'll get there. Sorry.
0: So if, if somebody wants to follow you on social media somebody wants to tune into the show, tell us how they can tune in because I like I say overdrive or overtime excuse me
1: Over time Jeff we've been through know good.
0: I got to that a mental thing I, I do that all the time but where, where can they get the show? How do they how do they follow you? How do they stay in tune with what's going on with Anna Wilkes?
1: So, me, personally, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, same handle, at Hannah J Wilkes, and that's Wilkes, with an E before the S, very important, um, and show, over time, Sky Sports NFL, Thursday evening, nine o'clock, get on your planner, series link it, and it's repeated as well throughout the, throughout, well, repeated throughout the weekend.
0: Awesome. All right, now. We always, we always play this little game with everybody that comes on the show. We play a little word association at the end of the interview. And so I'm going to throw a few names at you. And then I want you to tell me what's the first thing you think of. When you hear this name, oh
1: no! Suddenly, really,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go easy on you now. like I'm gonna
1: like it's gonna be some like psychology, psychiatry. No,
0: no, no! Don't worry about any any of that. Let me start with one that would be really uh, throwing you a real softball here now, right? Johnny Wilkinson,
1: Uh, legend, (laughs)
0: legend. All right, let's go with another one. Jared Goff.
1: Oh, I was gonna say let down, but I feel bad for saying that because actually, you know, he did so well at the Rams for several seasons and then it just reached a point, didn't it, after that Super Bowl? It just eh. eh. I like Jared Goff. I want only good things for him. Carry on.
0: Cooper Cup.
1: Catching. <laughs> I love <Cooper laughs> Cup. I have a Cooper Cup jersey upstairs I love him I think he's a, a, an underrated overlooked wide receiver in the league I really do All
0: right, Aaron Donald
1: Beast <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright the last one the final one Sean McVeigh
1: energetic he's like a little Duracell's funny, isn't he? Did you watch, like, if you watched Hard Knocks, he was like, bouncing all the time. I was like, he must be exhausting to live with.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hannah, it is so good to catch up with you and have you on the show. Thank you so much for giving us this time. And and uh, all of you viewers and listeners out there, you've got to check out her show, Overtime. And it is absolute nfl gold it is it is fun it's informative uh, it's got a really awesome fantasy angle to it and there, there's some serious football being spoke on that show every week so catch up with hannah on her show on sky sports nfl and hannah thank you very much i look forward to seeing you again real soon
1: thanks coach can't wait to see you
0: all right girl you take care aloha thank you Michael we are going back live are we not?
2: Uh, we are next week Jeff I think I, we, we haven't really talked about this yet but yes I think the plan is to go back live next week because you know we're just we're just such busy people Jeff obviously you know, you're uh, a coordinator in the CFL and I'm just going back to work next week so we, we have to go live I can't do this at 11am anymore in the morning so uh, yes.
0: well. You know what, I'm actually glad we're going back live because I really enjoy the interaction, the live interaction with the fans and getting the fans on the show. And you did a great job of getting some questions out from the fans out around the world. And let's dive back into that mailbag, if you want to call it that, and
2: take a few questions from the viewers. Let's go for it. We'll get the day and the time of going live ASAP. Um, Let's have a look. Okay, first one from Barry, who is in Ireland. Is it Jamal Adams scenario of threatening to see himself uh, as a LB purely to get more money on the franchise tag something that could happen more with defensive players or CFDs in particular?
0: I think this is a trend. I really do think it's a trend. I think you've seen it already on, on the offensive side of the football where a guy, a tight end, for example, who plays detached a certain number of plays a game where he's not as a true inline tight end. Sp- when it comes down to contract negotiations, they see themselves as receivers or they want to be categorized as receivers because under the tag and under the you know the salary structure, the way it works, a receiver is a more valuable position than a tight end. I think it's certainly going to happen because these guys recognize that they have a very short shelf life to earn money. And Adams, I think, has an argument because you look at him and what would you pay for a nine sack a year defensive lineman compared to a safety? And I think that uh, when you look at production and and it's this is interesting about the way contracts work. You're always working on a contract based upon what your previous performance is, not your performance today. And so for him, you know when you look at what he did when he came to the Hawks, and he was able to generate pass rush when they had absolutely none. I think he's earning every penny that he's getting in Seattle.
2: The next one is from Alan Woods, who is part of the, the, uh, the Un-American football show. I think you've been on that show before. He was saying that you, you told him a story about drinking Mojitos in Miami with uh, uh, Patrick. Uh, if you if you could pick another quarterback one to go for a drink with, who would it be, where would it be, and what would be the drink? I mean, that's a, that's a good question,
0: I, I There's a whole bunch of man. I think I'd like to be in New York City in 19... 19- 69 drinking martinis with uh joe namath i think that (laughs) i think that'd be a pretty good way to start i think i'd like to be in uh pittsburgh pennsylvania in the 70s drinking beer with terry bradshaw i think i'd like to have been um Today, I, I I really like to sit down with Matt Stafford. I really would enjoy, I think, sitting down with Matt Stafford and having a cool one and talking football and talking his experience with the Lions and how refreshing it must be to be out in you know in in the on the left coast and you know playing with all those great receivers and Sean McVay and a much better offensive linemen. But he got even he's had in front of him before. Um, I've I've sat and talked with with Troy Aikman, so that's one I've already done um yeah I, there's so many of those guys those character quarterbacks that that you'd love to just uh have had an opportunity to share time with Dan Marino in Miami maybe drink a mojito or two with with uh, Dangerous Dan in his heyday so that's a long tall order man I tell you what you got to hit a lot of places and with a lot of quarterbacks well,
2: definitely invite me along if you are going for <laughs> you know you know baby and <laughs> uh, Paul Stewart from Glasgow, he's part of the UK Cowboys. Paul's going to kill me here because I can't pronounce his player's name. How do you see Osa... I, I'm just going to spell it. O-D-I-G-H-I-Z-U-W-A. Osa Gala, uh, fit in the Cowboys with Gala, with, with Gallimore out for four to six weeks. How do you think Osa has progressed? Have, have you been able to catch much of his action?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I've watched a little bit, and and I'll tell you what, Gallimore, losing Gallimore is going to hurt him. and I thought Gallimore was really good pick when they took him out of oklahoma i thought you know here's a kid that can line up inside and give him that one gap you know vertical rush that they pushed that they needed he's a very good athlete he's a canadian kid by the way and um I, it, it was it was tough to watch him go down because he dislocated that elbow and and obviously that's going to be a while him to get back because that's such a that's such a Critical part of a defensive lineman's repertoire is ability to extend your hands and lock out and do all that. Um, it's going to create a gap. There's no question about it. I think that the young kid has grown. I think he's getting better with every rep. I think that you know Quinn has done a. Already, you can start to see the improvement in that defense uh, in preseason. I know it's preseason, but you can. They tackle better. They run to the ball better. They look like they know what they're doing. Uh, you don't see the gross mistakes that you saw in the back end, uh, you know, even preseason last year with the Cowboys. So I think Cowboy defense is headed in the right direction. And again, you know, how soon they can get Gallimore back is going to be a big plus for them.
2: We've three or four more questions. We'll try and get through a quick enough. Thanks, everybody, for your questions. Brad from London has hey, noted, obviously, tough enough start for you guys in the CFL with the Tiger Cast so far. But obviously, Jeff, you guys are going to bounce back on the Great Cup. Um, are the guys in good spirits does training camp differ when things aren't going so well or is it sort of does it almost stay the same because you know that quality is there and you just continue to believe and keep going to that next step
0: you know Brad that's a
2: really really good
0: question and this is something that every team faces and you know we say it to the players all the time from the very first meeting I have with them I say uh, one of the things I say to them is I can guarantee you one thing and one thing only in professional football that you're going to face it person we're getting ours early in the season we've got uh, a starting left tackle who was the now nominated for the most outstanding offensive lineman of the year, out, hasn't played, defensive tackle hasn't played, safety hasn't played, uh, our, our best receiver hasn't played. So you look at our football team, we, we, we haven't put our football team on the field yet. So when we get those guys back and healthy, I think we'll be fine. And about how does the training differ, it, it really shouldn't differ at all. You know, Again, because we talk all the time about how important it is that you just work. The Japanese have a saying for it Kaizen, which means slow, steady, small incremental improvement. And we're looking for that every time we go out on the practice field. If you ride the wave of, you know, winning, losing, winning, losing over the, over the, you know, 16, 17, 18 game schedule that you play in pro football. I mean, you just, you're psychologically worn out. You got to understand that not too high when you win, not too low, when you lose, always look at the facts and deal only with the facts. I call it reading the news and I get up in front of players after a game and I said, okay, fellas, I'm going to read you the news. No emotion, no agenda, just, Hey, this is where we're at. This is what we did. This is where we have to improve and let's go about getting it done. And I think when you have that kind of approach, you can Weather the storm of a couple of bad weeks and come out of it okay.
2: Yeah, and I'm not sure if your game on Saturday morning next week is on BT Sport, but I'll find out. It's not in the schedule yet. Maybe I'll be three in a row, so maybe Coffee with Coaches having the effect over here that we all want to love. That. Jeff, <coughs> uh, another Jeff, Geoff from Ireland, Galway, Ireland. Who does Jeff think will ultimately end up being the starting quarterback? Mac Jones candidate here. I watched the game last night. Mac Jones made a couple of really nice passes. He looks, I think he could start. I don't know about you, but I think Mark Jones could be starting week one.
0: I think it's really, really interesting now. And you notice that Cam last night against Philadelphia had his best game in a long time. Threw the ball more than he's ever thrown the ball in preseason. Completed a high percentage of his passes. Looked comfortable in the pocket look comfortable with the decision-making that Patriot offense I think has come a million miles in the off season I think either of those two guys could start I think probably we'll see Cam early on and then if it doesn't go according to plan you'll see Mac Jones but I think right now if you're the Patriots you got to feel pretty good about the fact that what you're starting to see from Cam Newton is what you wanted to see from Cam Newton when you brought him in last year. You're starting to see progress at wide receiver, at tight end. You know, the, running, the young running back, I think, has been phenomenal during preseason. So you feel good about your running game. And, you know, the guy that you drafted to be the quarterback of the future really has shown signs that he could be that guy. Now, when they give him the keys to the car and say drive, we'll see. But I think
2: right now, it, it would be Cam's job to lose. Last one. Uh, we'll try and get just, 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 just this last one in. Thanks for everybody asked the questions. Fred Flunk, Mr. Question, last week. Fred, sorry. Who do you think will be the, the biggest name to get whacked at roster goals?
0: Ooh, Oh, boy, that's a tough one because you see. Speak- <laughs> so, how about, hey, you know what? This is, well, isn't it? How, about, how about what happened to the long snapper in Detroit? All right now, I got I, I, the kid's name evades me right now, but they're long, he's sna- been there for 20 years. I think 20 years, it's like he's one of the longest serving long snappers in, in the National Football League. Yesterday is his birthday, and guess what he got for a birthday present? A pink slip.
2: <laughs> they got, he got the Don, call. Don, is it, it's Don, I can't pronounce the it, term, M U H It's Molbach, I can't pronounce it. yeah and
0: and for his birthday what's he get that call that nobody wants to get which is hey you need to go see coach Campbell and bring your playbook and so he you know gets gets cut on his birthday and I'm gonna tell you something tell me this isn't a hard business man I mean but who's going to be the biggest name cut you know that's really really interesting and i think this round of preseason games so if you if you get the network or if you if you're a sky subscriber make sure you tune into this round of preseason games because this is the really the round this is the round where you want to see your football team perform that's why again for the patriots last night i think you got to feel really good they went into you know they they just pounded philadelphia i mean pounded them and philadelphia looked bad obviously hurts didn't play cuz of a stomach virus but <clears throat> it was interesting that the Eagle fans, they are in midseason form because they booed their team off the field. So they can boo with, with nobody in the National Football League. So it'll be interesting to see.
2: Yeah, and just what you're saying, our Cardinals Chiefs is at 1 a.m. UK Ireland time tonight. It's on Sky Sports. If it isn't, I'm sorry, but I'm like 99% sure it is behind Jackman. But yeah, it's, it's great to see preseason football on, on Sky Sports as well. It won't be too long, Jeff, until you're back on the screens at Sky Sports on, on, a, on a weekly basis again. But yes, so, so I guess to, to, to round up, we're, uh, we're planning to go back live again next week at some time. I know you, I think the thing that we have to find for people watching as well is, you know, you're busy with your team as well, but we'll we'll find a time and and we'll get people to put their questions in both beforehand on live and maybe try and get some fans involved as well and get fun. Well, I tell you
0: what, you know, that's the thing that we've always said, you and I, when we first started talking about where we wanted this show to go, was that to make it more interactive, make it more fan friendly, get more fans on the show, because it's really, the game's about the fans. It's not about us, it's about the fans. And it's, you know, that's the direction we wanna go. So if you're a member of the tribe, or if you wanna be a member of the tribe, or if you're becoming a member of the tribe, get on with us live. We love to hear your takes, we love to hear your questions. Thank you very much for everybody. Mahalo Nui Law for everybody that gave us a question today, that took the time to, uh, give us a take a hit a rant whatever it is we're always taking them and we're glad to uh, be the show that's the most fan interactive in in uh, all of the nfl community
2: yes sir jeff i will see you next week live and we'll confirm the time asap yeah check, check the yep. schedule
0: all right my brother take care it's been fan it's been fantastic as always keep watching sky sports nfl and keep it right here for next week the
2: 65th
0: edition of coffee with the coach